You're listening to Kindful Conversations, the podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm a meditation teacher and mindfulness coach, and this podcast is all about helping you to create calm amongst the chaos of everyday life. I'm here to help you feel better and to consciously and mindfully transform your life. I can't wait to share today's episode with you, and I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a nice day, week so far. We're so close to Christmas now, so close to the holiday season, whatever you celebrate, if you celebrate. And it's also less than two weeks until the end of the year, which is just insane how quickly it's gone, 2021. And so less than two weeks until 2022. I think safe to say a lot of us are all ready for a new year. I like to see the new year as kind of like a reset. I used to, I for many years used to, used to um, do New Year's resolutions. It was a big thing for me, like what am I resolving to do for this year? But I've kind of changed the way I like to see the new year and setting New Year's resolutions or goals over the last couple of years, I find that by setting intentions, it's a lot more, um, well, intentional. I just find it's a lot more aligned with how I want to live instead of, you know, resolving to have to do things. I like to try and be a bit more intentional, think about what it is that I really want to create for my life in the new year. And I actually recorded a podcast basically on this. It was called How to Create a Better Vision for Your Life. And I did it at the end of last year. So we're coming full 12 months later, coming back. And I wanted to record a very similar conversation. Now I've kind of gone through the process that I shared in that episode, which has been my most listened to podcast episode. I'm pretty sure it's right up there with the most popular one. So I thought I would do a bit of an upgrade to that conversation, add a few more things in that I've learned over the last year and share with you how to set mindful and intentional goals for 2022 so that you can create a better vision, a really aligned, inspired, intentional vision for how you want the next year to be, how you want to, who you want to be, how you want to show up in the new year. So before we get into it, let's just relax our shoulders unclench our jaw, take a nice deep conscious breath, inhaling through the nostrils and exhaling through the mouth. Let it all go. I'll do another one of those. I didn't feel like I was fully inhaling there. That's better. And then release in your own time. Let it go. Just take a moment to arrive, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, just see if you can be present for the next little while. I'm not going to waffle on for this conversation. My intention is to keep it nice and short. I'm really busy at the moment, like so many of us are. I have so many things I need to get through for the rest of today, but I really do want to have this conversation and share 
a bit of a process for how to set intentional goals for the year ahead. And I say intentional in that I think, you know, goals are really important. They give us a sense of direction. They give us some purpose. But often if we find ourselves just setting goals for the sake of it or without really giving it a lot of thought um, and without there being a lot of intention behind it, we can find ourselves, well, firstly, setting goals that aren't really aligned to what we want. They're based on things that we think we should want, society's expectations, what other people want for us or what other people want for themselves. And we kind of lose sight of why we're setting them in the first place and we just kind of move aimlessly through these goals without really thinking about why we want them and what is it that we want to feel how do we want to um, feel as we go about pursuing these goals so I think goals are really important I think let's not throw out goals altogether but intentions on the other hand are more about the way that we are our way of being moment to moment, day to day, as we work towards these goals, these visions that we have and the things that we want to create. So I've kind of come up with this five-step process. It is very similar to what I shared last year, but I have expanded on it based on what I've learned. And it's a bit more thought out um, as I've kind of evolved and grown over this year. And so the first step in this process is to get really clear on what it is that you want. And I know this can be hard. I know that sometimes it can feel really, we can feel really unsure. It can be really hard to know what it is that we want. And I think there's a few ways that we can get clear on what we want. The first is by becoming still, becoming silent I've found that it's in those times where I really let myself slow down and get quiet that I'm able to much more easily tap into my intuition. And I also find that it's in these moments of stillness that we can become more present and we can kind of tune into a bit more about a bit more of our true essence let's say. And in those moments of reflection, we can kind of think, well, what is it that, how is it that I want to feel? I think that's such an important thing about getting clarity around what it is that we want. Like how, how do I really want to feel? And for me, a big thing that I've been wanting to cultivate over the last few years is more calm, more ease, more, I suppose, just slowness purpose so I'm kind of as I'm reeling these off I'm kind of coming up with a list of key areas key things that I feel are important to me and like I said I've kind of been able to get clear on what these are by slowing down so that's the first kind of step here is get clear on what you want slow down allow yourself to tune into that intuition that inner voice and A good way to do this is through meditation and I will actually be sharing a meditation probably in the next episode on um, a meditation for clarity to help you to get clear on what it is that you want 
And so meditation is a great way to find clarity. It's kind of through the practice of meditation, through observing our thoughts, through being present, through allowing ourselves to slow down. Over time, eventually the mind will become a lot more clearer. We won't have no thoughts. Again, as I've said before, the intention of meditation is not to have no thoughts, but we will find that we the thoughts begin to slow down and then that's where we can find a bit more clarity. I'm jumping around a little bit, (laughs) but first step, get clear on what you want. And yes, meditation, maybe even whatever that looks like for you, like going out for a walk in nature, you might find is where your mind gets a little less busy. You can feel a bit more calm. Maybe it's doing something creative. Um, I know personally, when I'm baking, when I'm doing something creative, I feel a lot more calm and relaxed. I find it very mindful and um, really relaxing. So that's where the mind begins to slow down. And it's in those moments where inspired ideas will come through, we'll get more clarity. So get clear on what you want. And then I like to kind of make a list, like I was saying, reeling off those things. How do I want to feel? I want to feel really calm. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel a sense of well-being, a sense of ease. I want to feel abundant. I don't want to have a lack mentality, fearing, you know, will I have enough money to afford this and that? And, you know, so I'm, as you can hear, I'm kind of coming up with this list of key words. So this is my next step is to create a list of key things and areas. And these could be things like areas of your life, like your health, your well-being, financial goals, you know, relationship goals, that sort of thing. And then I like to kind of journal on this. So I like to get a little bit deeper on each of these areas and again asking myself how do I want to feel so writing just letting myself free write not overthinking it but writing against each of these goals these areas that I want to focus on in the next year writing a few smaller goals against each of these so I'll give you an example for me um, one of the areas that I really want to work on next year is my health because I find that when I'm well all of us when we're our most healthy at our most healthiest is that even I don't know you know what I mean when we're our healthiest we perform best we are able to show up best for ourselves for other people we have more energy so health for me is a big one for next year I really want to focus on that so a smaller goal against that is to Uh, walk every day and that's something that I've been doing over the last probably six months now is committing to walking each day but yeah, keeping that going. That's one of my goals for next year. So as you can see, kind of having these key areas, these things that we want to, we want to focus on and then fleshing it out with smaller goals against each. And a thing here I like to say is don't be afraid to set the bar higher. So think about what would be the absolute best possible outcome in this area for my health. What would that look like? How would I feel, you know, like I said, energized. Um, I'd feel just healthy. I'd feel confident, you know, and so don't be afraid to really think and dream about how this could show up in the best possible outcome for you and, and use this as a bit of a, um, a, an activity where you can just 
go really deep into what it is that you want in this area. If it's relationships, if you're wanting to call in a new partner, write down all the things that you want that you would like to have in this relationship. And then, you know, how can you embody all of these things yourself? So really getting clear by it and journaling is probably the best way to do this. Some people like to create vision boards. I have done vision boards in the past, but I'm finding I'm leaning, I'm kind of moving away from that a bit now. I'm moving into more thinking about how I want to feel. And it's hard to kind of portray that in a vision board. I think vision boards can be really effective, but they can also be limiting, you know, but when we can journal and get clear on how we want to feel, there is no limit to that, right? Okay, so then the next step is to write down one small daily actionable step for each goal. And you really want to um, make sure that these are achievable and realistic. So again, like I was saying, if you want to focus on your health, maybe you commit to starting with just a 10 minute walk each day, something really achievable. I'm kind of the person who, I'm someone who likes to create all these big goals and then have all these different steps and then it becomes just so overwhelming and then you don't end up doing any of it. So it's like, okay, let's get clear firstly on what are those main areas that we want to focus on and then breaking it down. How do I want to feel? What would that look like to create the highest vision in that area? The, you know, absolute best outcome that you could imagine in that area. And then what's one small step that you could do that's really achievable, that's actionable each day or, you know, each week, whatever kind of time frame works for you. And again, this is where you might want to go back to meditation. So, and this is something that I like to do is once I'm clearer on those things, those areas that I want to focus on, the smaller steps that I can take, how it would look to really show up as my best self, to really create this highest vision for myself in this area and then I might like to go back into meditation and visualize so now I know visualization is not for everyone some people can find it really hard to visualize I often myself find it hard to visualize so you may not you may not like to do this step but if you do find visualization helpful in a meditation it can be a really good place to then when we're in that relaxed we're in that theta brainwave stage and that really relaxed stage can be really helpful to then just take some time to visualize how would this look okay first step get clear on what you want second step get clear on why we want it so if we're not clear on why we want the things that we want we can kind of like I said find ourselves just moving through the thing these goals these steps aimlessly so a really good thing that I didn't mention before but I do want to mention here is that looking at our values can be a really helpful way to figure out why we want the things we want so what's important to you if you value you know relationships and connection if you value time with yourself time with your family if you value creativity that's a big one for me so a lot of my goals will be based around making sure that I am carving out time for creativity because that's really important to me so getting clear on why we want the things we want and looking at our values to make sure that these goals these things that we're wanting to call in are really authentic to us and then writing that list of key areas key words that kind of sum up what it is that we're wanting to bring in, how we want to feel, and then kind of writing some actionable steps for 
against each of these areas, each of these goals. And again, making sure these are really achievable, really realistic. Okay, so that brings me to the fourth step now, which is to get clear on our limiting beliefs around what we want and why. And limiting beliefs, I've done a whole separate episode on this, so definitely go back and listen to it. But limiting beliefs are essentially perpetual thoughts that we keep having that hold us back. They're the things that don't serve us. They're the things that the beliefs that stop us from being our best selves selves, (laughs) and doing what it is that we're here to do, essentially. So often if we find that we're not achieving our goals it can be because a part of us believes somewhere deep down in our subconscious that we're not deserving of that thing or that it's not even possible for us so we form this limiting belief that no I can't I can't do that I who am I to really show up as this person this version of me so what ends up happening is that we can block our own selves by telling ourselves that we can't do it that we're not deserving by having this limiting belief on loop you know looping in our brains and I found that through mindfulness mindfulness can be a really helpful way to kind of become aware of our limiting beliefs so bring awareness to these beliefs that we're having that are holding ourselves back and it's because mindfulness teaches us to become aware of all thoughts to become aware of everything happening in our in our environment our experiences our emotions so mindfulness can really help us to be aware of those limiting beliefs to notice when we want to do something and we stop ourselves we talk ourselves out of it you know you want to reach out to a person and then you say oh no I better not do that Um, what if they don't reply what if you know we come up with these stories and we limit ourselves so I find that instead of getting caught up in the thoughts of self-doubt and unworthiness, I try to really notice and acknowledge these limiting beliefs as they come up and to bring some awareness to the ways in which I might be limiting myself. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't still have these limiting beliefs. I think we could probably do a whole nother conversation and I have, I've done that other episode, but I could probably go even deeper into ways that we can overcome these limiting beliefs and it does really go down to a bit more of a subconscious level so through practicing mindfulness meditation we can over time rewire our brain and rewrite those beliefs but I do find that at least with this awareness of our thoughts and the limiting beliefs that we're having we can bring ourselves back to our values and our intentions so back to that first and second step getting clear about what's really important to us why is this important why do I want to create this for myself and remind ourselves of the reason why we're working towards these goals and those small steps that we can take so if we keep practicing this if we keep continuously and consistently showing up for ourselves, we can begin to build trust in our abilities. And over time, this will help us to overcome these limiting beliefs. So it is a process. I feel like I've only just touched on it, but you know, just remember, be gentle with yourself and that having that awareness of 
any beliefs that we have that might be holding us back from our goals and our dreams and our intentions can at least be the first step to overcome them and just showing up for ourselves consistently, proving to ourselves that we are worthy. So then this brings me to my final step and it's a bit more, I did say the last time I recorded this, I said to surrender. I want to kind of still go with that theme, but it's a bit more around just letting go of control. I think that's another way to reword surrender. Not a lot of people can identify with that. It's a bit more of a spiritual term, just surrender, surrender to the universe, put it in, you know, the universe's hands. And I think that's not necessarily helpful for everyone because I know some people can find that really hard, but to try and let go of some of the control and to try and be present with what is can be really helpful from my experience. So, you know, I find that if we want something so badly, sometimes we can hold on to it really tight and try and control the outcome. We can try and force things to happen in a certain way. But the truth is we can make these plans and we can set these goals and we can, you know, think what we know what we want or think we know what can happen And we can take these steps, of course, towards our goals, but we can never really know what lies ahead. We can never really predict what's going to happen. And if we're so set on these specific goals, if we're so, you know, um, rigid in what it is that we're wanting to work towards and achieve, we can actually even block off possibilities we can limit what other possibilities might come in and something that I've found throughout my own journey is that it's been the times where I've been a bit more flexible and open open to trying new things open to going in a different direction and you know just kind of riding the wave moving with whatever direction that life takes me in it's then that new opportunities and new possibilities open up that we could never have even dreamed of so I think that what I'm trying to say here is see if you can let go of things having to be a certain way let go of the outcome so yes it's great have these goals have this direction have these intentions for how we want to be and who we want to show up as but then let's also bring ourselves back to this present moment right here this moment that we have the only moment we ever really have reminding ourselves that the future is unknown and we can find a sense of peace and ease in letting go of some of that control, trusting ourselves, trusting that if we take those small aligned steps every day, like what we came up with in step two, I think it was, (laughs) and just take things one moment at a time, be really intentional with the way in which we show up And check in with ourselves constantly, each and every day. Check in with those intentions. Check in with the goals that we're working towards. Check in with our values. Make sure that why the reasons why we want the things we want are really aligned with who we are and and, um, you know our true selves, what we value. We can trust that things will come. What we desire will come. And again letting go of some of that outcome can just open us up to things being even better than we could ever imagine. 
I got a bit carried away there at the end. I get a bit passionate about this thing, these things. But I guess what I'm trying to say is don't be afraid to create a better vision for your life. Don't be afraid to visualize and really get clear on, write down, write it down. What is it that I really want? How would it look to be that best, that highest, greatest version of myself, but also be present with who I am right here and now and know that I am enough in this moment. I'm enough. You are enough. But that's not to say that you can't still have desires. We are living in the material world. We are physical beings. Of course, you can have things that you want and you are worthy of them and it all comes down to worthiness it really does feeling like we are worthy of the things that we want is what will attract us attract them towards us so just to quickly reiterate how to set intentional goals get clear on what you want take some time for yourself to be still allow that intuition in and i will talk a whole lot more in episodes to come about intuition about how to get more clarity and I will share some meditations coming up like I said I'll be sharing a meditation on getting clear on clarity so then getting clear on why you want it and making sure that it's aligned to your values and authentic to you listing out those key things those areas that you want to focus on and then listing out some other goals you know smaller goals underneath them how that would actually look And then writing down one small actionable step for each of those goals, something that's really realistic that you can definitely stick to. Then getting clear on our limiting beliefs around what it is that we want and why we want it. And also just bringing that awareness in every moment where we catch ourselves having that limiting belief, having that negative thought. And I'm not saying you can't have negative thoughts, just being aware of them. And noticing, like, how am I limiting myself? How am I holding myself back? And just trying to bring that awareness in as much as we can. And then the last step is to let go of some of that control. Be open to different possibilities. Be open to the outcome coming through in whichever way it's meant to come through. Trusting the process and trusting yourself. Trusting that if you take those small aligned steps each day, checking in with yourself, checking in with your intentions, your values, that you really can create a better vision for your life. You really can attract the things that you want into your life and you are deserving of it. So just remind yourself of that. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone. I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to find me all over social media and share your feedback with me. I always like hearing what you think and anything else that you'd like to hear from me so thank you so much everyone take care and I will talk to you very soon bye thank you so much for listening to today's episode I really hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it if you did please feel free to let me know what you think please share this with your friends and your loved ones and anyone who may need to hear it And if you feel called to, please head over and leave me a review and rate this podcast. It would really help me out. I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you being here and I will see you in my next episode.